0: You tell me you have um, this level of body fat, you tell me you have this um, for your fasting glucose, and you tell me this is your Nancy time, I have a really mm. good picture of Patrick. Yeah. Now you sub any one of those out for another factor, and I think, I think it gets blurrier. Mm. So you sub out the workout for a different workout. It's now the CrossFit Total, or it's Helen, or it's Fran, or it's, I don't think it indicates health mm-hmm. as well.
1: still relatively new. I think we've only done a couple of these, but a three by three, which is when I present you with three random topics and you kind of give us your, your three hot takes on those each one of those topics. So today, just as a, um, as a overview today, we're going to do three mistakes that you think everybody should make three ways that you would recommend we measure overall health and then three books that you would recommend for folks who want to, um, dive into kind of self development type okay. type stuff. Let's, so we'll go with first with the three mistakes this. that you think everybody should make. Okay.
0: Um so defining mistakes would be like just cuz I think that's important is yeah. it like um failures is it. So let's call let's call mistakes like oops, mm-hmm. like I wish I had done it this way. Mm-hmm. And then okay, so what are three things that like you go like oops. Um I would say like one I think everyone should do this. Mhm is to blow up in a workout. Mm. Like annihilate yourself <laughs> at least once. Yeah. So you know where that limit is. Yeah. Everyone's told. And I think that CrossFitters, <laughs> this is, the, so maybe I'm not, maybe I'm speaking to people that aren't doing CrossFit right now because CrossFitters might do this too much. Yep. But what most people, you know, the, the saying is when, you, when your brain is screaming at you to stop, you're actually only 40% there. Well, have you ever gone to the point where you literally, mm can't go anymore because that's yeah. and I'm not saying like do a workout that's 15 minutes and go so hard in the first three minutes and right. you can't go anymore like right. that's that's just being an idiot yeah. but like really like taking yourself to the end like I I think one of the great ones is like a, like a step test something like that so like you get on a bike yep. and you cycle at 100 watts for two minutes yep. and if you make it then you go to 125 for two minutes. You can even do it as a minute. Um, But usually you give yourself a kind of ramp up, let yourself, so really what you do is kind of like 100 to 150 for about five minutes, let your heart rate settle. And then just from there, every minute bump it up by about guys, maybe 50 watts, girls maybe 25 watts and see how long you can go. Mm -hmm. And um, see where your brain screams and then just decide, like I'm going to go until I physically can't anymore. At the end of it, it's like, That's not something you want to do all the time because it's a mistake. Yeah. It is not the way to ultimate fitness, but I think there's a lot of self, um, self knowledge that comes out of that. Mm. So my first one, okay. Blow the hell up. (laughs) Um, my second one would be kind of the same thing, but with a conversation, Mm -hmm. it's like stop putting off that hard conversation and just go have it. And Mm -hmm. you're going to mess it up. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have a person working for you and you um, have yet to fire somebody, don't let the fear of firing them um, hold you back. Like, Mm -hmm. you got to let them go. That's going to be the hardest conversation you've ever had. Um, But, and at the end, you're going to go, oops, Mm -hmm. I wish I had done it this way. And yeah but you're not going to know the right way until you've done it. Like right. you, that's one of those ones that you got to learn from
1: experience. You yeah, just got to like, make a bunch of mistakes before you get it right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so like just go and make some mistakes. The, yeah. Like you said, it's a similar principle in the workout one, right? Like for, now you've got to make that out. mistake. You've got to find, if you, you got to find the it, edges before you can kind of find the middle. Totally.
0: If you don't yeah. find it in the workout, you might be opt- working out at a very yeah. suboptimal rate that you think is working hard, but you're actually not. If you aren't allowing yourself to have that hard conversation, you're never having that hard conversation. You're never gonna have a hard conversation. Yeah. Well, having hard conversations is one of like the things that will move you forward in life more than anything else. Yeah. So that, my second one is don't put off that hard conversation because you're afraid of doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. You're going to do it wrong regardless of how long you put it off. Right. Right. So just go do it. Cool. All right. Number three, um, um, do a side hustle like start start a start a business um i got this from you actually you actually um have talked about this It's like you learn it's so easy now yeah so create that side hustle sell something on the internet um become a a, a paid coach um start training people in your garage um what you know sell the belts that you love making like whatever it is like start something and you're gonna you're you're, there's gonna be mistakes (laughs) like everyone you're never gonna do it perfect yeah well cool again it's the same thing with all these things you're gonna learn so much by making those mistakes more so than anything you'll ever 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 learn you will never learn you know i've talked about this with my daughter maya who's in college at business you're never gonna learn as much in business school as you are like start heather and i were driving um to the to the cape to visit my mom Mm -hmm an hour and a half drive, and we're talking a lot about what Maya should do when she graduates college. And she was like, well, I think she should like go do something totally outside of the wheelhouse so she gets some, like, be, try to go like, um, you know, be a um, associate at a at a law firm or yep. go and um, intern after, underneath somebody's like way outside the wheelhouse, try to become an accountant knowing that she wants to get into coaching or something, health or fitness. And I was saying like, start a business. Yep. Like, go in like, Try and do it wrong. You'll learn so much in those two years. Now, there's the constraints I get, obviously, that come along with that of capital and all the other stuff, but it's way easier now than it was 20 years ago. Try it, mess up. Like, that's going to be some of the best mess ups in life lessons you'll learn. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause for me, it's the, the, the lessons in the mess ups is all come down to learning how to communicate better. And if you can communicate a service or a product or yeah. a message or a philosophy, that is transformative, no matter where, no matter if she ends up being a coach or an accountant yeah. or whatever, the ability to communicate, communicate, and the ability to communicate well on the internet is not a skill that's subject matter de- like dependent. It's, Everywhere and it's not going away. Especially for Maya, like the next, her career is going to be on the internet. So just so that's kind of why that comes from you as the branding guy, yes, and the guy that does podcasts, yes.
0: Um, From me, it would be leadership. Yeah. And I guess that that's totally. communication as well, but yep. that's um, like, you're going to learn so much about leadership. You know, if you're like, you're running a business and okay, you have no employees. Well, you're going to have uh, third parties that you're going to deal with. Someone's going to make your website. Yep. You got to You them have to learn how to be responsible for yourself. And then, so there's so many things with that. Then the next one I was going to say comes accountability, Yeah, both to yourself <laughs> and other people yeah. Yeah. that you're trying to hold accountable. 100%. Like you said that you were going to get this website done on this. And it's not even close. Like yep. now, how do you deal with that situation? It's like, you know the, the 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 common thread through all that is put yourself in difficult situations. Hundred percent. So, yeah, go start the business because it's hard. Go do the workout to that because it's really hard. Have that hard conversation because
1: it's a hard conversation. Because we only learn when we're challenged, and we're only challenged when it's more difficult than we're.
0: Well, before we started rolling, you were talking about um, the plus, minus, and equal. Yeah. And that's a good kind of theory as well as. Um, have, you know, th- three people you should have in your life is a plus mm-hmm. somebody that's better than you that you're striving to be like, um, and or, and, and, or learn, from. and from or learn from yep. exactly a mentor, yep. right? Uh, um, a minus somebody that you um, um, can either mentor. So you are working with them and the best student is the coach is the teacher. Um, but also like a confidence builder as well. Um, and then I think the, the most important one is the equal, um, because that's where you're in the sweet spot in the learning zone. Somebody you're going to struggle against
1: right now, if
0: we're, this came from a wrestling coach. Um,
1: yeah, it's referenced in, uh, I, I can't remember which one, but a Ryan holiday book. Um, and he was referencing, a uh, uh, so uh, think about my wrestling. my
0: son just started wrestling. So yeah. think how powerful this is for the wrestling world, right? We're They came up because I was talking about yeah. how wrestling is so powerful in terms of the the life lessons it teaches you because day one he came home and they had 10 quick little matches each one lasting about 30 seconds he lost 10 like mm-hmm. he got beat up now not physically he didn't come home with bumps and bruises right. but he got his ego smashed yeah. day two he won nine of those 10 he came he literally came home with like with his arms flexed <laughs> overhead like i'm the champ well guess what that, that yeah. doesn't now that you're the champ, doesn't mean you're going to stay the champ. Yeah, You're going to get, there's always going to be someone better than you. There's always going to be somebody that, that is not as good as you. But what you want to find, I think the spend you know, the majority of the time, I'm not saying 80, but the majority of the time with that person that's about your equal because that equal push back and forth is where you're going to learn the most. If you're trying to learn to ski, and you're an intermediate skier, but you're only skiing with people that are skiing on green circles, bunny slope. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna get anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're only skiing with people that are like jumping off cliffs, you're not gonna jump off the cliff. You're not right. gonna get anywhere. Right. But you see with somebody that's really close yeah. to you, we're on those blue squares the whole yep. time. The intermediate stuff, like okay, after four or five days in a row of that, yeah. we're And somewhere.
1: what I imagine, I mean, it, it's just because you use that as, as an example, but with skiing, it's like, I imagine in that case, one person says, okay, I'm ready for the next one. And it kind of pulls the yeah. other person along, maybe maybe before they're comfortable or before they would do it on their own. Yeah. And then at some other point, the other oh. individual trades. And, it's and now of, what you need is the plus and the minus as well, exactly. but it doesn't have to be the majority of it because the plus goes,
0: hey, have you ever tried to think about doing this? And like, oh my God, like mind expanding paradigm shift. Oh my God, I will try that. Like, okay, it's not just about pizza pie. Yeah, it's a leap. leap. You get a leap. And then the other way is you get a leap as well by going back to a beginner and going, hey, have you ever thought about trying this? And now you're reinforcing the things that really move the needle for you as well.
1: Really, really cool. Okay, so three mistakes, just to recap, were um, burn and blow up in a workout. Blow it up. uh, Intentionally enter into difficult conversations and then Enter the danger. Enter the danger and start a side hustle. Okay, so that was the first one. Second one is three ways that you would recommend folks- um, kind of self-diagnose their overall health. Like what, what markers, what um, activities, what workouts, whatever it would right. be, so that a person can be like, at least a really general sense of like, all right, I'm on the, I'm on the right side of this or, or I need some help. Yeah, so let's, I, I like how you said on the right side of this. So let's start with like, so before we talk about
0: how to assess it or the markers, we have to kind of define health, mm-hmm. right? So health is, um, if you think of it kind of like a, a spectrum, and this is stolen from straight from Greg Glassman, is um, if you think of the sickness, wellness, fitness continuum. On one side of the spectrum, you have sickness. If we think about like traditional biomarkers, so like um, cholesterol, or resting heart rate, or fasting glucose, or triglycerides, um, b- blood pressure, like everyone knows when you go to the doctor, they're gonna have a serious conversation with you yep. if you are in the sick category for any of those if you kind of trajectory that up towards wellness now you're in the medium thing like yep. doctors aren't going to say anything which way you know if you're um if your resting heart rate is 68 like they're not going to talk to you it's just like okay your resting heart rate 68 like but if your resting heart rate is 103 they're going to be like whoa like you, right. we need to have a we need to have an intervention we need either medication or change a lifestyle this is a symptom like, of something is, bad exactly you're yep. sick if you're well they don't talk to you yep. Well, the farther side of that spectrum is fitness. And no one really in the medical community talks about this because to them, wellness is the absence of disease. So as long as you're not sick, you're well, let's good, you go home. But they do talk to you if you're on this fitness side. If you walk in there and you have a resting heart rate of 33, they go, oh, so are you uh, like a triathlete? Mm, Interesting. Oh, are you, what do you, what do you do? Are you, do you like do a lot of running? Like." They're interested because they're trying to steal best practice. They're trying to garner what gets us over there. They don't even know they're doing that. Really, mm-hmm. but they're, they're curious. Yep. Well, it happens in any, like we just use resting heart rate, but you can use any one of those markers. So like, let's do it with, you know, blood pressure. Okay. If your blood pressure is like 160 over 110, like you got issues Like mm-hmm. they're going to talk to you. But similar, if your blood pressure is really low, they might be concerned if it's too low, but mm-hmm. they're also gonna be like, oh, you have really low blood pressure. You take care of yourself. And anything else in between. So now that we know that, we can also further define it as well is health is work capacity across broad time and modal domains across age. Mm -hmm. So defining those things, work capacity, how much can you do across broad time? Can you do it for really short? You know, like can you go really hard for five seconds, but also for an hour or two hours or three hours? And then modal domains, can you lift weights. Can you run? um, Can you shovel driveways? Can you hike up mountains? Can you help people move their sofas? Can you lay brick? All that stuff. Not only when you're 22, but when you're 72. Mm -hmm. So that is what really the marker of health is. So knowing those two definitions... The question is what three kind of
1: metrics would I yeah. use to kind of... Um, to give a shortcut into a sense of like where you, okay. where you fall in that So spectrum.
0: you're going to take... So what I would do is they got to be measurable, yep. super measurable. Um, so it can't be like, um, I feel good today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can't be like, I have flexibility. Yeah. Like that's... it's. I, I need numbers. So we're going to say these are metrics that we're going to say you got it or you don't. Where are you on that spectrum? The first one I would use is um, A1C. Um, which is essentially your fat, it's um, your, your, your blood sugar. um, But it's kind of this cool marker that tracks it over um, a period of time. So it's not, what is it today? Hmm. Because if you have um, um, a soda, it's going to be through the roof. If you have a Gatorade, it's going to be through the roof. Even if you fast, it's going to be, it's just what it is right now, this point in time.
1: Right. One day to, so that's, that's
0: what they call fasting glucose. Yep. Your A1C is your body kind of keeps a track of this trailing over the last like 30, 60, 90 days. Hmm. So it's kind of the average of your fasting glucose over the last 30 days. So I would say that that would be the number one indicator. I know your next question is what should it be? <laughs> I don't have a good number for that. Okay, um, I, I, And I should, um, but I... is is. Is, I don't have to of my head because I okay. have fasting glucose. The one that I've always been getting is fasting glucose. I've yep. actually never gotten my A1C done. Interesting. So I've got, I can tell it to you, I can talk to you about It's around, I think, six or like diabetics are in the sevens, yep. healthy people are in the fives. So, um, but um, fasting glucose, which is the marker today, yep. if you're below um, 85, that's really good. If you're above 105, that's really bad. Mm-hmm. Basically, Pre-diabetics is um, high ni- uh, high nineties to low one tens. If you're one twenty, you're essentially like diabetic. One thirty, right. you're really sick. Yep. Um, so fasting glucose and A one C are the same thing. Mm-hmm. One is just a point in time right now. The blood markers I always get are fasting glucose. I've never got my A one C. How that's what how should do get,
1: you do? How like Go is get that? A blood test. That's just a regular blood test. Get a blood test,
0: test and, test. and then every single panel will give you one of those two Just make sure you're asking for one okay, of those two.
1: Cool. Number one is uh, it's called A one C. A1C. A1C. Okay. Number yep. two.
0: Um, would be um, body fat. Mm. So everyone looks at weight yep. and but weight is so misleading. And everyone's seen these kind of like before and after pictures. They're like, look at this before, look at this after. I am seven pounds heavier. And right. now you can they're right, ripped right, up and you right, right. see their abs and yep. they like. So body fat is a really good indicator. Um, and it kind of goes well. If you are 33% body fat, like you um what I'm trying to say is like these little indicators are going to indicate a lot of other stuff. Yeah. So to me, cholesterol doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, weight doesn't do that. Someone says like you're six feet tall and 220 pounds. I don't know if that's, that doesn't tell me a story. Someone says you're 35% body fat. I know what's going on. Yeah. Someone says your fasting glucose is 120. I know what's going on. Some of that, I can also tell you you're healthy. Um, so um, body fat would be number two it's a really um, indicative of a lot of other health markers that are going on now. Mm -hmm. I know the next question is, where should that be? Mm -hmm. I'm guessing anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Girls, we're looking for that. And it's also gonna differ by age, but let's just call girls um, 15 to 20%, guys 10 to 15%. Um, Lower
1: end for younger people, higher end for older people. And that's just like a caliper type thing or- Yeah, there's a a whole bunch of different ways.
0: Um, If you have a skilled person, calipers are really accurate. Um, uh, Another way is- um, um, the in-body test which mm-hmm. is a scale they're really expensive we have one in the gym yep. uh, but you stand on this thing it does this bioimpedance thing yep. it tells you um, there's also dunk tanks um, you can do really bad um, indicators on um, the internet but you measure your wrist you measure your waist you measure your, like other things yep. I don't love those yep. um, the number one indicator um, is um. It's a bod pod. It's air displacement. Mm-hmm. That's the best test. Number two, actually, believe it or not, from is is by a skilled person, is a caliper test. Mm. Um, and then number three is things like in-body and dunk tanks and stuff like that. Got it.
1: Okay. Number three.
0: Um, number three. This is probably going to cause some, some ruffles. You're gonna, are you going to upset people on the internet? No, I'm not going to upset them. It's going to cause debate because they're not going to agree with me. Because <laughs> um, there's so... The workout, Nancy. Okay, remind me. So Nancy is. is five rounds for time of a 400 meter run and 15 overhead squats at 95 pounds. Okay, I remember okay. it at the games like three. Or so three or they three. did it at the games, but they did it as um, Big Nancy. So it was a longer run up over wow. a hill. Didn't they do it at the track
1: that? Or maybe that was a different. Oh, one. that's
0: Masters done
1: it. Oh, Masters. Okay, Masters that's has done it. You know, yep. that's and then what they yep. did.
0: Yep, um, got it. But then the in the individuals also did it with uh twenty-five squats and it was at like super heavy, like okay. one fifty-five or something. Okay, like that. so why that work out? Okay. So think of the ten components of fitness. Um you know, you have strength, cardiovascular endurance, stamina, um, flexibility, speed, power, accuracy, agility, balance, and coordination. So that uses a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to, like I think I think. Mobility is a big indicator of overall health that's mm-hmm. not taken into account in a lot of workout situations. So, you have to test flexibility mobility. Like, um, and there's no better test. I, I mean, if you go to a good physio, um, per, uh, um physical therapist, they can kind of tell every imbalance just by the time you do an overhead squat. Yeah, like, okay, you got, I can see your ankles, yep. I can see your knees, I can see your hips, I can see your thoracic, I can see your shoulders, I can see yeah. the whole deal in that yeah. one movement. Yep, so if you can overhead squat cleanly and you have to um, n- 95 pound it's not a heavy weight 95 but it's enough yeah um, it's not so heavy that you can't get it over your head so yes it, that's not the test is yeah so if you can overhead squat 95 pounds and again this is going to s- shift based off of like um, older people but at the same time like if you're 55 i still want you to be able to do nancy I, it's an indicator for me mm-hmm. um 15 overhead squats at a moderate weight 65 pounds for girls 95 pounds for guys so you have You also got to be at least somewhat strong, Mm -hmm. right? You can't be weak to be able to do that um, 75 reps. Is that what it is? Five times 15, Sure, 75 reps, 75 reps at 95. So you got to be somewhat strong. You have to have some level of stamina. You have to have fairly good flexibility. You have to have some level of speed. You power and maybe not um, coordination, um, eh I I, I, maybe not um just get some with
1: if there's this if there's a snatch involved yeah but that's like yeah, but like you can even
0: ugly get that thing up the bar so it's there but not like in a huge way um balance do overhead squats and try not to move your feet there's balance for sure it's just not the balance you're used to of standing one leg because that's what we've been defining balance as it's not just that accuracy same deal if that barbell comes an inch in front of you it's going to come down um you got to be really accurate where that barbell is being placed um and whatever the other ones were agility mm-hmm. uh, agility eh, not so much so it's not a perfect workout for right. sure but also if you think about like these other workouts are going to skew things so far some way right like it's going to be a skill test or mm-hmm. it's going to be your strength test or i'm not saying it's the perfect workout at all mm-hmm. but i am saying if you tell me your nancy time is under 12 minutes I can draw a lot of conclusions from that. Yeah. I think that. And I imagine
1: if you watched me do it, you could learn uh, a ton more. Yeah, but even you, as
0: like, you tell me you have um, this level of body fat, you tell me you have this um, for your fasting glucose, and you tell me this is your Nancy time. I have a really (laughs) good picture of Patrick. Yeah. Now you sub any one of those out for another factor, and I think. I think it gets blurrier. Mm. So you sub out the workout for a different workout. It's now the CrossFit total or it's Helen or it's Fran or it's, I don't think it indicates health Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And we, to me, I think I need to see blood. I need to know fat. I need to see blood. (laughs) Yeah. Back to the hard hard workout, right? (laughs) I want to, I want to know your blood. I want to know your, um, I want to know how much um, visceral fat you have on you. And I want to know your work capacity. I want to know your fitness.
1: Just because we're talking about it. I wonder if, uh, I wonder what your what the answer might be to somebody who has kind of a different perspective on health than you do. We do CrossFit does like what, what would be those three markers for what I would do with that person? I was, I would, I would define health with them. No, no. But I'm saying like, what would the answer be to somebody who isn't, doesn't understand the things that you understand? Like what is the, maybe the, the conventional, oh, what would it yeah, be? i like just, just to um,
0: contrast it with, I would say it's, um, um, cholesterol. Yeah. Weight yep um and how are you eating
1: mm. yeah
0: which is like yeah cholesterol not indicative of health uh, uh, that much um it's i'm not gonna say it's not but i don't think it's an, a, a major if you have high cholesterol but you have low body fat and you kick ass on nancy i might i mean there's some other things in place um weight we already de- like debunked that yep. um and how are you eating pretty good okay moving Jeez. on yeah like answered. what's pretty good yep. like
1: it's like, it's not measurable. Cool. Okay. So that was, um, that was three ways to assess overall health. Last one, maybe stress. It's another not measurable that people like, you know, what's the
0: stress level? Like, like that's kind of like, I'm really stressed out. Like, okay. Then that's not a good indicator of health. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Maybe I'm thinking even like too far removed. Yeah. Um, okay. Last one is, uh, three books that you would recommend for self development.
0: Um, okay. Three books for self development. So, um, let me get. I have. I have a good answer for this. But mm-hmm. there's three that are like just mandatory that everyone should have already read. Yeah. Listening to this podcast, yeah. um, seven habit, Seven Habits of Highly uh, Affected People, yep. but Covey, um, Covey. Um, is that's it, is it? Covey? I, it's C O. I've I said Covey. For, I've always. I've, I think I heard I've someone said, else. I heard someone else say Covey a little while ago, so I, I changed no, it.
1: Um, i think say coffee because you did
0: yes i know <laughs> okay and everyone listening to the podcast is, yeah. so that's a must i'm gonna remove yep. that because it's like it's it, it's yep. permission to play yep um the next one is um how to win friends and influence people yep. permission to play if you haven't read these then you just like you just got to and the third one i'm putting in that category now is mindset like by dweck b- by dweck yep. you just have to read those three books if you haven't read those like that's just there yep. okay knowing that you've already read those you have to
1: stop this podcast and go read them before you can continue press pause (laughs) come back in four weeks yeah
0: um essentialism yep mccown yep i think it's george or greg 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 mccown um awesome just like totally agree awesome um next one would be um atomic habits Mm. um james clear um phenomenal tactical um we've talked about on this podcast a bunch of times and the third one would be um Brian Holiday, who we already mentioned this podcast,
1: mm-hmm. um, Obstacle is the Way. Love it. Fantastic. Okay. So those were, just to recap, three mistakes everyone should make, three ways to assess overall health, and three books everyone should read. or Actually, six books that everyone should read. <laughs> yeah, right. I cheated. Right. Yeah, we cheated. All right. Thanks, Ben. We'll see everybody next week. Thank you. You can get every episode of Chasing Excellence wherever you listen to your podcasts or on YouTube. Until next time, thank you for listening. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
0: Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangee Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stenge Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangey Law Firm has an office in Wichita, Kirk Stangey, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.